0: Um, and you know,
1: I know I won't be happy till we get some kind of farm share. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to another city geek chew. I'm Eamon
0: and I'm Charlene.
1: And I just remembered that I did not come up with a name for our first segment of news. Newsies.
0: Newsy woozies.
1: That's a. I'm glad that you're not coming up with (laughs) (laughs) names. So for this week's newsy woozies, well, first I guess we're going to be talking about some fall TV. We originally had a plan of like watching Blind Spot. And doing many episodes, just kind of keeping up with that season, and
0: it's not going to We'll gonna get into it a little more.
1: We were weren't exactly impressed. Also, um, I don't
0: think it's just going to work with our current schedule that we have on tap. Yeah, for the next couple of months. But
1: if by schedule you mean we have no time for it, then yeah. I'd say that's okay. accurate. But um, and you know, this week we didn't really have too many new comic books. We actually only had one. We bought four or five, but the others were for the kids. Um, so we just didn't have a lot of books, so we decided to just kind of tackle some fall TV. We watched Blind Spot, um, the premiere. We watched. That
0: was S- NBC, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Scream Queens, which is Fox. Mm hmm. Uh, Heroes Reborn, which is NBC. Mm hmm. And Minority Report, which is also Fox. Oh, okay. So
0: and we were going to do The Muppets, but we scratched that cuz I just couldn't handle anymore. Right. I mean, and I also, I was really pushing for it. You didn't want to watch it at all, but that I was is like we needed to have I felt like it was going to round out sort of.
1: Well, I I think it was like the best uh or you know, the most watched premiere out of the fall TV.
0: The Muppets was?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Now I um, feel like I should watch it even though I really don't want to.
1: Yeah, it's I'm probably just not going mm-hmm. to. So The newsy So For the week. You have to stop saying
0: that.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm not the one who came up with it. But, um, what did you have? Did you have anything?
0: Um, yeah, I did a lot of stuff this week. And I I was, um, very good and wrote lots of things down. So that way I wouldn't forget them all. And I was very organized. So, um... We've been listening, I think, did we mention it on the last podcast? We've been listening to the new Ryan Adams 1989 cover yes. album. Okay. And um, I, we didn't mention churches, right? No. Okay. Just because um, my timeline, when it's so spread out, I get a little confused with what them. But anyway, so NPR first listen had churches, and I really liked their first album. I liked them, I guess, I first listened to them when Apple Music first started doing their radio stuff. And I just listened to it. It was like a, I don't know, like alternative pop stuff. And I really liked it. And then bought the album, which was a small release. But I'm really excited about their new album, which just... I was available to purchase on the 25th a couple days ago, and eventually I will be spending my money on it, but listen to it on NPR First Listen um, was great, and it's like a... It's definitely more sophisticated than their first album, more cohesive, just a tighter piece of work, so I really liked it.
1: You're a piece of work.
0: You are. (laughs) Bought the Graveyard Book Volume 1 graphic novel, which is like... Probably my favorite young adult book of all time, written by Neil Gaiman, obviously. Um, Is it obvious? Well, it's obvious because, like, all of my favorite books are Neil Gaiman. I
1: see.
0: Um, and so I'm excited about that. And Courtney's excited about it. He saw it sitting on the counter. So um, he asked if he could read that after he finished what he's reading now, if that could be his next book on queue.
1: Is so he still reading the Sherlockian?
0: Yeah, it's slow going for him. I mean, we only have it digitally, so I, so it's hard for me to like gauge how big it is page-wise, like length-wise. But, um, mm. you know, I don't think he did as much reading over this weekend as I would have liked. But Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've got like a couple other things. Do you want to interject first? Like, I feel like I've been doing a lot of shocking.
1: Yeah, I wish you would just scale it back.
0: It's all about you. Let me
1: get my quota in. Anyway, um, yeah, we can go back and forth, I guess, for uh, a couple turns. I one, My first thing I had written was John Wick 2. is what? Starting to film in the fall. It's the same team who did the first movie. That's you know, fun. That was a really fun movie. Yeah, obviously Keanu Reeves is in it, but also the same director and all that. Yeah. Um, and it was funny, you know, we watched Born Identity. I think we said that last week because Born 5 is coming out. We watched that with Courtney. And um, Did you hear about he Matt Damon's also... ponytail? No.
0: Oh, I just heard about Matt Damon's ponytail. Some big deal. Beautiful ponytail. And it was fake. And people were devastated.
1: Anyway. That is super uninteresting to me. <laughs> thought it was weird that it was such a big deal, I'm like it's just a ponytail, um but yeah, so we also watched uh John Wick with Courtney, or I watched John Wick with Courtney a while ago, and um after we watched born Identity, he was really stuck on like who do you think would win John Wick or Jason Bourne?
0: Oh my gosh, that's a a really good question,
1: yeah, um. I think it's clearly Jason Bourne. He thinks it's clearly John Wick.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't ha- I don't I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. John Wick is very cool, but he's in no way modified to be a super assassin. So <laughs> just saying. Uh let's see what else. There was an EW report that said Serial might have a uh, their new case for season 2. Oh good. Which We've been waiting. The uh, Impatiently. You know, Sergeant Bo Bergdahl held in captivity for like six years in Afghanistan or something. And there's all kinds of uh, intrigue and in how he got captured and all the circumstances behind that and how he might have behaved while in captivity. But I guess when I originally read the article, EW said that uh, the serial people hadn't gotten back to them. And I checked back. Like even later that day, and the people from serial said that that was one of a few cases they were looking into, and a possible for season two or three. but it's been a while since we listened to serial right, and uh second season's on its way sometime, so that was exciting,
0: yeah, that is exciting um
1: should i should I pass the baton back to you for uh
0: I mean that's up to you It I, is your show?
1: I got set back. <laughs> Yeah, you just go with whatever you got.
0: There was the super moon lunar eclipse tonight. That's right. We get to show the kids before bedtime. It's really exciting.
1: Like all of our breaking news, we got it while watching football on Sunday night.
0: Yeah. How else do people get their news? That's the only way. Yeah. Okay. And um, new audiobook, Mr. Penumbra's 24-hour bookstore, which has been on my queue to read for a while. And I'm excited to be listening to it um who writes yeah. it oh gosh i don't know i can't remember
1: <laughs> um
0: darn it oh my goodness that makes me sad because um, that's such an important thing to not forget oh and we saw hotel transylvania 2 which apparently set the record for um, september openings
1: yeah 47.5 so cool. million dollars
0: yeah it's
1: crazy it is crazy I, I knew Tegan would be excited for it, but I wasn't super excited to go see it. It was, it was fun. I mean, just like the first one it was yeah. same, same feel, same humor. I
0: just feel like it has a lot of heart and like family love, but anyway.
1: Yeah. It was, it was good.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I, I mean, just, I guess a couple of other things I've been, you know, reading a lot of articles and there was this one article in the Atlantic that I was reading today. Um, About It was titled Everything You Eat from One Farm, and it was about farm shares. And I forgot that farm shares were a thing, and so I was wondering about maybe looking into doing that here, although I'm not sure about convenience. But there's a lot of farmer's markets that are local. Um, But that's a good thing, and the more that people get involved with that kind of thing, I think the better for health and uh, and, I don't know, local millennial-type happiness, you know? Um, and you know,
1: I know I won't be happy till we get some kind of farm share. <laughs> Just saying.
0: And I've been trying to use Snapchat. It is a slow process. Right. I keep hoping that you might join me in trying to learn
1: Snapchat. Yeah. So your, your suggestion earlier this week uh, was that we should, as part of the podcast, find pop culture technology. You said new Snapchat yeah, like is a, obviously not new. No, new but I was thinking us.
0: some sort of like, you know, social networking right. type thing.
1: And I said, Yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. And then I've seen you like struggling to learn ch- Snapchat over the past three or four days, and I'm like, Oh it's such a such a terrible idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and <laughs> I tried Periscope. I just have once no interest too.
1: Periscope. I mean I signed up when it um, you know came online because i'd heard about it on a few podcasts
0: yeah i want to like but it's just like i just feel like my stuff is so boring that like why would i i mean i broadcast on periscope live like 12 seconds of our cat i mean and i had like a few people actually watch it which i don't understand because I, um, I turned on like locator stuff so it was like a you know local people watching um but i don't know like
1: yeah, it's difficult for me to latch on to new stuff like that. I
0: feel like in order to stay relevant and young, we need to, we need to do something.
1: Right. Usually, you're the one who does it, yeah. and then I come along two years later. But um,
0: <laughs> two years—that's that's the timeline.
1: Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Conservatively. Okay. <laughs> uh, a lot of news this week about Prometheus sequels. Ridley Scott.
0: Did we see Prometheus? We did.
1: Um, Not even that long ago.
0: Right. It was so dumb, right?
1: No, it wasn't that bad, but I'd heard a lot of bad things about it.
0: Oh, right, wait, wait. It was, um, who was in that?
1: Michael Fassbender and uh, Numi Rapace. Boy, I hope I said her name right. But, um. Well, no one listens to us anyway. Yeah. So, (laughs) but, yeah, it wasn't really received all that well. And Ridley Scott doesn't really care, apparently, because he was like, yeah, we're going to do like three more sequels. And uh, the next one is already in the works. They released the name of.
0: That's right. I remember like we didn't see the same faults that were the critique. I was like, why don't people why didn't people get it? Maybe that's it. I don't remember. We'll have to watch it again.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it, you know, it's kind of like a prequel to the aliens movies. And, That's correct. Um, yes, yes, yes. The next okay. one is actually going to be titled "Alien Paradise Lost," um, which is a reference to a you know some poetry. But I mean, three more sequels of this is kind of <laughs> whoa, whoa, like,
0: whoa! Did you just call Paradise Lost some poetry? It's, okay. I'm would
1: you like saying. to? I mean should we get into poetry here or
0: no, I'm just, just, you just said it so offhandedly. I mean, it's like one of the most talked about and referenced works of literature there is anyway, you know, what isn't
1: Prometheus, (laughs) you know what they're going to do? Make three more of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so that's on the way. Um, Project Greenlight came oh, back. Oh,
0: I know. After Weird, like right?
1: A decade. And I watched the first episode today while you and Tegan slept on the couch. Um, it was it was interesting. It was you know, we didn't watch the first three seasons, but um, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, two of my favorite people probably in the world that I don't actually know. <laughs> and uh it was it was good. It was um it's definitely seems like they have their hands full with the person they picked to make the movie for this season. Mm -hmm. Um, and there was also a little bit of like controversy with the first episode where, uh, you know, they're going through all the, um, people that they've narrowed down to like 10 different filmmakers based on some shorts Mm -hmm. that they submitted. And it's Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, Um, And for this season, the Ferrelli brothers were in there. And um, the person who runs Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's production company. And there was also this um, producer named Effie Brown who had worked on um, Dear White People, that movie. Mm -hmm. She was, I mean, she's the only... Person of color in the room. She's a, a, a black woman, so they're they're talking about the people that they're interviewing, who they're gonna pick. And Effie Brown says she really likes the fact that there's this duo of, um, I think it was a Vietnamese guy and a, a woman, and she was talking about diversity. And Matt Damon kind of stuck his foot in his mouth as far as said diversity was in the casting of the movie, not in who's making the movie. Yeah. It was, it was hard to watch. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was uncomfortable.
0: I actually read about it.
1: You could tell that he was, I mean, he was trying to defend his position on, on the person that he wanted to pick for the movie, but it came out in this really unappealing way. And he apologized for it. Um, I think after it aired and, you know, whatever it was but it was tough
0: yeah oh yeah yeah i read an article about you know the previous project Greenlight movies and like i think it was on Grantland
1: actually yeah yeah i don't know anything about the first three seasons yeah
0: and uh, other than
1: that they existed
0: yeah and like which ones to watch and he what he like sat down and watched them all and was like you know this this it was funny it was a good little light-hearted Take on it, but yeah, it was a mention about the diversity comment that was yeah. like e.
1: When the Fierley Brothers came in and were saying, you know, what's up to Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, they were like, when they got to Ben Affleck, they were like, "Wow, you really buffed up." I was like, of course, it's Batman. <laughs>
0: but <laughs> it all comes around to Batman.
1: Yeah, it does. Yesterday was Batman Day. I know. And we should have celebrated in a more ostentatious fashion than simply acknowledging that it was Batman Day. But I think we had other things going on. Hotel Transylvania too, being one of them. There's
0: bats in that movie.
1: Batman, yeah. He was even referenced in the movie.
0: There you go.
1: Not important. Did you have more?
0: <laughs> I'm good. That yeah. was it.
1: <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll move on to talk about the TV. One of the things we had briefly kind of played with mentioning was the T V ratings and how the shows stacked. It's so stacked up hard against to understand
0: other. even reading them and like the numbers and just like you know, I mean it's such a complicated process.
1: Yeah. And the, how they
0: pull that information.
1: Even when they say like three point one or four point five, I think that they may be referring to like a three point one share. So maybe that's like three point one percent of people watching T V watch that show. Yeah, I don't
0: even want to touch it anymore. Like it's so
1: and it gets even more confusing because now they're talking about live plus three ratings, which is the live show when it runs on the mm-hmm. network and, and then, then
0: streaming VOD later, VOD
1: and streaming, and they take all that stuff into account as best they can. And it's like, I mean, one of the shows that did really well, especially when you considered the live plus three, was Blind Spot, which right. is the first show that we watched because yeah, we should it was probably the just hit these in we over that we watched about. maybe yeah. Okay um but like we said last week blind spot uh jamie alexander and i'd have to flip back to my notes from last week for the guy's name
0: i just assumed you'd have it so i don't write those things down Oof.
1: see ill preparedness is really coming back to bite us sullivan stapleton
0: oh why didn't you remember that guys name
1: um uh, And now I'm on the wrong page again. So.
0: Well, I I mean, it takes place in New York.
1: Yeah. That's one of the, the first thing I wrote down was, um, like the first scene, they have this establishing shot over New York city. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I wrote it down was because, uh, in the Hollywood prospectus podcast, they talk about establishing shots and how it's important. So, you know, where you are in in the world of, of the TV show. And I never really thought about it before when, you know, cameras are flying over cities or land areas or whatever.
0: Um, right. It's cause um, we don't think about that because we learned how to watch television. So young, it's always just been, you know, just a part of it's sort of ingrained in our like television watching ability. We don't really think of it as a thing that needs to be learned, but it, i mean right. like i had to learn how to watch movies and then know. but
1: but people also notice when it's not there or when it's not done correctly right i'm pretty sure we wouldn't notice <laughs> i didn't notice because yeah. they, they were specifically referencing true detective season two and they were like i don't know where this is supposed to like they know what city it's supposed to be but it didn't feel like a cohesive world
0: right i would have to agree way with
1: off that. subject already okay. but yeah so it starts in it's got that establishing shot and then it cuts to Times Square where the duffel bag is right. where, um, I actually don't know the character's name, uh, for Sif lady. That well, has, she doesn't
0: have a name. They're calling her Jane Doe,
1: which is probably why I don't, cause I do know the other guys It's sort of Kurt Welling, Kurt Weller. Yeah. I think it's Kurt Weller. Uh, so she is found in the duffel bag, and they have has this no memory. EOD scene where they, you know, trying to make sure it's not a bomb that's...
0: She kind of, like, comes out of that bag a little bit calmly for someone who's just waking up in a bag. I would not have just been like, oh, like, I'm in a bag. Let me just unzip this gently. I would be like, what the... <laughs> yeah. And, and, I mean, that would be a scramble. It would not be, like, such a slow, dramatic release, yeah. I feel like, but... You know, I suppose that makes for decent television.
1: Right. As opposed to somebody panicking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, they find her, and then it cuts to a scene in Kentucky where they're um, infiltrating kind of this bordello, uh, not a bordello, because it's...
0: Pretty sure it's a guy in a hostage situation where he's kidnapped women and impregnated them like his own little harem. That's right. the vibe I got. I would not call it bordello.
1: Right. I wouldn't either. But you did. And then tried to backtrack. <laughs> um, but they they use that scene to kind of introduce the FBI agent guy and and show that he's kind of. Um, an outside the it. box thinker yes when he is approaching uh, situations but um and then they go into you know obviously the lady has the fbi agent's name one of her tattoos is a huge tattoo of this guy's name on her back and it says fbi agent kurt weller or whatever it says uh so he, clearly he's brought in and they're running all kinds of tests on her Uh, they find out that she has this, uh, chemically induced amnesia, Mm -hmm. some kind of uh,
0: PTSD hormone or something that's released. Right, some kind of zinc
1: protein. um, Zinc
0: is very good if you have a
1: cold. Or PTSD, I guess. Well,
0: no. Well, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Not just as like a, whatever. It's not. (laughs) Anyway, um. The next thing i had written down was that there's just a whole lot of nakedness for jamie alexander and yes um and I, like i get it she's naked she's got tattoos all over her body that you need to see yeah, but
0: how many shots of that do we need to actually right. see
1: maybe you could just establish that she has all the tattoos and then yeah I, show each individual tattoo like I, as you're working your way through the clues that are on her body
0: Yeah, I just feel like it was unnecessary. I mean, I don't think they did anything in a, like, distasteful sort of way or anything that was too, like, um, I don't know, obnoxious or porny. But it just was, like, it just...
1: Yeah, I wouldn't call it (laughs) porny.
0: Yeah, neither. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, I just felt like eh, there was a lot of it. It just didn't seem to add to the story, really.
1: So... They set her up in the safe house to run all kinds of tests on her her trying to figure out what her deal is. And um, they find the first clue on her behind her ear. It's, you know, some Chinese characters that are... uh, Yes, well, it's by
0: happenstance. It's quite coincidental how this works out. She just walks in while they happen to have it blown up on a screen. So...
1: It's an address and a date.
0: Right, and the date is, like, that day or the next day or something... It's just...
1: And, yeah, so, basically, they go through this whole rigmarole trying to justify why she's going to go into the field with the FBI agents to um, check out this lead that they have. And, you know, overall, I mean, there's some humor and some dialogue throughout the show that are really kind of stilted, and just even the structure of the dialogue is, like, really, like, this is a TV show. Mm -hmm. Like, all these kind of summaries that people wouldn't really spit out, which I I understand, like, is the way that TV is written a lot of time.
0: I guess, well, well, what was your overall takeaway?
1: Well, I'm interested, for for the most part, for all the shows that we watched, I'm interested in uh, certain aspects of the storyline and just where it's going to go.
0: Yeah, I, think, I kind of am.
1: I think overall, maybe we've just, um, forgotten how to watch network drama shows. Cause we really haven't spent a right. lot of time watching them. Exactly. And so now they're, we've gone back and tried to start watching them. They all seem kind of corny and kind of,
0: it seems very corny. It's very awkward. Uh, a lot of it just seems fbi drama tropish you know like it, nothing was really unexpected i mean yeah
1: and also these are all pilots so right they could get, they could get much better it's you I, would you would assume they'd get much better yeah
0: i i don't want to give up on it just yet right. i mean mostly just because i really love jamie alexander and right. i hope she plays like a bigger more interesting role than sort of the affected yeah so, um, secret agent and it with, seems like
1: she will because yeah. you know they go through she's got this navy seal tattoo that's been covered up so she might be this um the first female navy seal that nobody heard about
0: okay what i what i don't understand is if she's got this navy seal tattoo and they're the fbi can't they like maybe go ask someone i mean it's the fbi can't they like go talk to the cia i know that really there's not supposed to be a lot of like interdepartmental cooperation on that level.
1: You know, the Navy SEALs don't work for the CIA. I right? know, but
0: the CIA <laughs> will have more information. I know this Navy SEALs work for the Navy, but you know what I mean? Like wouldn't, if she was some sort of secret agent, which is sort of the, that's like a Navy SEAL slash secret agent, covert operations. You'd think that the CIA would have some of that information or they could go talk to Navy people, at and least was, just, a, it doesn't even look like they try. Like, it could be fine if they were like, no, we tried to, like, get this information, and we were blocked off at every pass, and no one is giving up anything, and da 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 But, like, it's just like, what are we going to do?
1: So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know, the the boss lady has some information that she's not sharing with the rest of the team. She yes. has at least her name. And, you know, she had a bunch yes, of and files a, that it was redacted, redacted
0: information. information. Okay. So these are a couple of things too, that I noticed about this show that are kind of annoying. So the boss lady, black woman, strong character. I just feel like that that's a character that is like the, Oh, we need to have the standard, like black woman in power character. So we don't get in trouble with like, um, diversity issues in the show. Like, I don't know. I feel like there needs to be more of that. And then like the also ethnic doctor character that they bring in, who's like doing all the examinations. I feel like that, that's sort of like a typical it reminded me of, um, like, uh, that show that I love that I can't think of right now
1: with, but as opposed to, oh, I zombie, that one,
0: no, I'm, I think it's good. I just wish that there were more, like, why couldn't the the lead detective guy be, like, like the ethnic actor, actor guy? Like, why does it always have to be that, like, typical role that you expect to see them in? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he's fine and he's a great actor. I'm just saying that there's nothing unexpected or different that stood out to me. in like, all of the things that were the same about every other sort of crime drama TV show stood out because it's more of the same. Does that make sense? No. Yeah.
1: So. So, I don't know. First episode ends with like a flashback where you kind of see, and it's right. it's really a unclear to me memory. whether she is um, even a good guy at that point. Like, cause it looks like she's working with the bad guy and she allows this injection to take place. That's going to wipe her memory. Right. Uh, you know, it's kind of like why would you do that? But we'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean it could just be a a red herring where like Yeah. They are good guys. I don't know. Right. I guess we may or may not see. It. I'll give it kinda a couple like more episodes.
1: The next show that we watched, which was Scream Queens, uh, which I thought was the um, I thought it was the best um, show that kind of avoided the pitfalls of regular TV drama stuff, but uh, probably because it was so over the top, like it was, yes. it's, it's a, it's supposed to be campy.
0: Right. And it's very it's, self-aware of yeah. its campiness too, which I yeah, think might've been a little bit much. Um, I think overall I enjoyed it. Yeah. But it's supposed of, to be
1: like a self-aware slasher thing, like Scream or, yeah, I've heard other people say Cabin in the Woods, which we haven't seen but um, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, an hour and a half long. Yes, which well,
0: two-hour premiere? If you were watching it with commercials, live right.
1: network premiere. And and so it it took us a couple of viewings to get through. But it's uh, Emma Roberts and Skylar Samuels. I say I'd say are the two main uh, characters mm-hmm. so far, and it's got. I don't know, one of the Jonas Brothers.
0: Joe Jonas.
1: Um, Ariana Grande is in it for some of the... uh, Yeah, she doesn't last long. We're pretty... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, who is one of the original... Well, not maybe the original, one of the... uh, A classic Scream Queen, I guess. Lots of horror stuff in her... Yeah. um, Background, but... I I mean, I know her from True Lies. That's what... (laughs) That was the uh, that was really the only Jamie Lee Curtis movie that I watched um, ever. Uh, so, but I watched it several times. And, uh, You're adorable. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's I guess the same guys who who did who did Glee are the people behind this this show, and it's basically just set at a college campus, and mm-hmm. there's this sorority that some kind of um, pledge party goes wrong in 1995, 20 years ago. And so there's lots of, um, lots of, I don't know, intrigue and there's this killer on the loose now in the present day and people keep turning up dead and dead bodies keep turning up missing. And, um, so yeah, I don't know, are you gonna say anything, or are you just gonna shake your head? <laughs> um,
0: I mean, it's it was fun. There were a lot. I mean, like I said, there were a lot of things I liked about it. Some of it was just really uncomfortable, like the the meanness. I know it was meanness on purpose to like point out the and like really highlight the horribleness of like the that persona of of those sorority Chanel's, but like. It's just hard for me to watch that kind of meanness and it's i don't i don't know it, it I, i'm gonna have to give it some time maybe if it settles down a little bit i know it needs like the big opening
1: yeah um i, mean, I don't think the show's gonna settle down it's kind of what it's all built around so. oh
0: it's so hard <sighs> i love abigail breslin she's great There are lots of things to love, but some things that I just really find unsettling. Maybe I don't like television anymore.
1: Yeah, so that was one of the other things that we, when we were done watching the shows that we watched, um, you keep finding all these things to nitpick at where, you know, I, the more you complain about it, the more I'm like, you know what? I can look past all these little things. Right,
0: but there are certain things that, that I really do like and that I'm excited about, you know, which is weird like Jane the Virgin. Love that. And that is an over the top show, for sure.
1: Yeah. Um Right, and I think that's the thing is we have watched so little TV that the TV that we have watched is uh, and given our time to, is just exceptional television. Except yeah, we for do
0: really watch the quality television.
1: Bachelorette in Paradise or something like that.
0: Okay. That's quality <laughs> reality television.
1: Okay, you say um, so. And but, also, I
0: mean, like, I think the one show that's, like, sort of my fluff show is Once Upon a Time. But there's really great characters and stories in that show, too. Like, I think that that's a quality, like, that's a quality show.
1: Right. It's, so, it, but us trying to dive into new shows that... Um, are probably never gonna be like the creme de la creme of of television it's it's difficult
0: it is difficult
1: Um, but Scream Queens was definitely different from all the other stuff that we watched right and it was I would recommend it at least from what I've seen so far of the first episode Uh, We should move on to Minority Report. Was the next one we watched? Yes. Obviously, um, a continuation of the story, or of the world that you know Steven Spielberg established with his Minority Report movie,
0: which I really liked.
1: Right, with Tom Cruise. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's a great movie.
1: Um, But for anybody who doesn't know, I guess that whole world is based around this future. Where there is a pre-crime division with precognitive siblings, there's these three uh, siblings, two, twi- two twins, obviously. There's
0: <laughs> two twins, or four people,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> and the the older sister, and they predict crime, and,
0: and they work you know people get
1: arrested family. before they even commit it, but and th- all that. By the end of the movie, pre-crime is abolished, and you know the opening of the tv show is one of the twins saying after this happened we were sent to live somewhere you know away from the world and all this whatever uh, the world turns everything goes on the future is still the future but people are dying now instead of being saved and
0: it was um, really only happening though in dc them like mo- because they like they had a right, limitation within hundred on miles
1: or something. Yeah, but uh, so it's basically one of the twins Dash, who's this uh He's Stark the Sands, and he is not content with living out his life separate from society, and he sees and he wants these to help people, people dying, and uh, he wants to try to to save them, but his visions are incomplete without his, his his brother. And maybe even his sister. I don't know if they all have to three work in concert, but
0: well, I mean, to get a full picture, they really do.
1: Yeah. So he's running around trying to save people. It's not really working out for him. Everybody he tries to save ends up dying because he's got this incomplete picture, but eventually he teams up with this detective, uh, Megan, Megan good. Uh, I forgot her name. Is it Lana or Lara? I don't know. Um, In the TV show. Uh, But basically they end up teaming up to try to stop these crimes. And um, I don't know. There was a lot of cool things in the show. Um, Just kind of like future world stuff where, you know, Tom Cruise in the movie had um, the augmented reality thing at the board in the station where he could move things around or whatever and she's got like a contact lens that kind of allows her to do the same thing at crime scenes um, I thought that was cool the little, instead of a selfie stick, like one of the teenage oh, yeah, kids yeah. has the wrist watch that just kind of turns into a, a drone. what do they call drones, yeah, flies up away and
0: mm-hmm. takes
1: a sophia there was a lot of cool little things like that in the show um
0: yeah i would say that was like the most fun part of the show for me this is not one that i'm going to continue watching yeah um
1: i i kind of ranked the four shows we watched and that was the fourth one
0: (laughs) yeah um it was really corny i would say uh just like really just cheesy. The dialogue was so, it seemed forced and obvious. The characters were all like, it's the typical naive brother who wants to save the world. And then he's got his brother who's like the jerk who will only help them for a price. And then the sister and the jerk brother are sharing a secret about the naive brother. That's just like, really? Like, why can't Everyone all just get along. Like, why can't it be a different? I don't know. I just feel like it's not original It's boring to me. <laughs> it's boring. It's boring. I didn't care about the, the, the mysteries or them trying to really solve the crimes. It just didn't seem like intense enough. I think all of the like intensity and suspense and like, uh, like, drive from the minority report that made me enjoy that movie is just completely missing from this TV show.
1: Like. Yeah. I probably won't watch anymore either.
0: Yeah. Um, so it was okay. Maybe
1: some people will. Like it. <laughs> either way. It's it's on Fox if anybody wants to look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last show we watched was Heroes Report. And we watched that today. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of talked briefly about um, heroes on our last pod and how we we watched until the writer strike and then never got back to it and heard some things that were less than flattering about the rest of the series. Watching this show it makes me kind of want to go back and rewatch.
0: It kind of does too, just because I hate not knowing what's going on and knowing that that information is there, and also remembering how much we loved it when we loved it.
1: Yeah. So it was, because it's not like you can't watch this movie or this show without watching the original series, but it would, it would help. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would, you know, at least give you an idea of where the characters were when they left them. Uh, I'm under the impression that it's supposed to have been like three or four years since the series ended, even though it was probably, it's probably been about 10 uh, or eight at least. I don't know. But, uh. So this show basically starts out with this uh, terrorist attack at a uh, at a summit that's supposed to be uh, kind of this
0: hippie love. Can't we all just get along?
1: Right, because there's humans and there's evos, the evolved people with the evolved powers, humans,
0: and yeah, um, the normies. Yeah, <laughs> that's not what they call them. <laughs>
1: And, and so there's this huge explosion, the, the dad, uh, Mr. Bennett, Noah Bennett from the first show, the first run, he's, he's one of the main protagonists in this, in this show as well. He is there when the explosion goes off. He thinks his daughter, Claire dies there. Now there's some kind of question about whether that actually happened. Uh, I think she's in Tennessee singing on a stage somewhere.
0: <laughs> it's possible.
1: Uh, I don't even know what the name of the show is. It's called Nashville. Nashville. Uh, so, I mean, there's there's tons of different storylines that are introduced. Because in, this is another hour and a half long, mm-hmm. if you're watching on Hulu, um, series. There's... I don't know. I mean, there's this vigilante, El Vengador, who is running around. He did no. Right. He, he's <laughs> running around. He's basically built this underground railroad to Canada for all the Evos trying to escape mm-hmm. the prosecution. Persecution? Uh, persecution. And, <laughs> you know, he's got this big board set up in his lair with all these... You know, threads go in all these different places. Do people for, do
0: that, do you think? With that I kind know of I it, would. Would you? <laughs> Absolutely. We should, we should make one just for fun.
1: But he does, he does die. But his brother is there to kind of step into his place, even though he doesn't have any powers from what we've seen. Uh, there's this kid who is on the run constantly throughout his life with his mother and...
0: He blinks
1: things. He blinks things. He
0: He, makes things disappear. He makes things
1: disappear Too. he doesn't know where. Uh, Zachary Levi is in the show. Who
0: I love. Family
1: favorite, Zachary Levi. Yeah. Um, There's a whole other storyline with Katana Girl and this guy
0: who... Ren and Maki? Mako?
1: Maki, yeah. I think Uh that was... Uh, but it's this whole crazy thing where she's,
0: it's very sword art online,
1: which I know those words all make sense together because of our son, but I've never actually watched any sword art online. It's
0: where people like go inside this game, but they're really there. And if something bad happens to them in the game, they, they did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. What did you, what did you think? I, I know what you thought, but then you said you were going to come around. Okay. I'm, I'm very interested in the show.
0: There are a couple of storylines that I like. I'm not interested in Mr. Bennett. I'm just not like, I'm not interested in that storyline. I don't really care. I like his little sidekick. He's from a short lived, um, romantic comedy sitcom from last year called, A, uh, a to Z. And I liked the two main actors in that, and he was just one of the, he was like the best friend on the side, and he was entertaining and fun. So I'm glad he has a new job, but I wish that his storyline was more interesting. They're just trying to, I mean, like, everywhere they go, people around them get killed, and the mystery just keeps growing. It's just kind of annoying. So I don't care. I do like the, the video game stuff. Yeah. That's fun. Um, we're sort of led to believe that it's Hero's daughter because of the sword, right? Um, and Hero was probably like my favorite character.
1: Right. One of. A he sp- was. From yeah. the first. I think he probably might have grown the most from when we stopped watching to what he ended up being. Because when we were watching, he was still just. Trying kind of to this, blink yeah. time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and I do like the kid. With his kid problems and his two new friends and yeah. his blinking things. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the bad guys. I don't really, like, I know we're not supposed to really like them, but I feel like we're supposed to at least understand a little bit of why they're doing what they do and their son dies and that explosion and they blame the Evos and they're just trying to, you know, purge the world of them. Um, so <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, but, but they're not like super likable. The wife is really not likable.
1: I don't I, don't I think can't... she's the wife. I don't even think she was the mother from the beginning. Yeah, of the she show. is. She is. Yeah. It's the same character.
0: I recognized her right away. I watched them periscope together too the other day. Um, but yeah, it's this, and he calls her his wife in the show. He was like, I don't hate you. You're my wife. Joanna, huh. and I so she's the only the person whose name I'm talking about it. But yeah, but yeah. Point. So they're married. They had a son. I don't remember seeing the son in the beginning scenes, like the opening scenes. But they looked happy and wonderful, and now they're mad. Um, and like I get it. their Their son died, and that's the end of their life. But like you know, like their whole world crumbles. But like now right. they're just. It's, I just, so I hope something turns around with them because I really love Zachary Levi and he's almost likable. You see a little bit of regret about maybe what he's trying to do. So maybe we'll see what happens. I don't mind seeing him in a bad guy spot.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: But so I'd like to see a little bit more what goes on. I'd like to see by the end of the season, though, like some real answers and not just more like. Um, like I'd like it to be a nice tidy ending for this season, but with some threads that are, will go on. Um,
1: major but like questions the new, answered and then major something questions new answered And then
0: something new would be nice.
1: Instead of just dragging it on for forever.
0: Yeah, I can't keep up with that kind of thing. So, so that would be my hope for that.
1: Heroes are born. We weren't even going to watch it, no. but we decided that we would. And according to my rankings here, it was the Second best show we watched. Really? So.
0: Yeah, maybe I would place it there. Scream Queens.
1: Scream Queens. Heroes, Heroes Reborn. Reborn Blind Spot.
0: And that other one that. And
1: then The Loser. <laughs> okay, so did you have anything else? We should wrap up. Yeah, we should wrap up. Uh, all right. That's it. That is it.
0: Our fun fall television for right.
1: a for four tv shows out of the 200 that premiered
0: 200 shows no, premiered that was just oh my goodness I was like how did a i number. okay but like hmm, i thought it was like maybe a dozen or so uh
1: the show can be found on iTunes and Stitcher if you want to subscribe there you can also download it from our website geekchew.com where you can also contact us if you do subscribe uh, rate leave a review we're on twitter at keep chew we have a facebook page we have instagram all that stuff and i guess that'll probably do it for this episode so unless you got anything else no you better not we're at the end Mm -hmm. so (laughs) uh fall tv it was sort of fun it was not very smart (laughs) We kind of liked it.